Good morning, people of God. Good morning, people of God. I'm just excited as we come together to worship our Lord and our Savior, Jesus the Christ, on this fourth Sunday, our Youth Sunday, here at St. Mark. Now listen, this is an interactive church. This is interactive. So uh, if you are uh, visiting us via Facebook Live, if you are uh, participating in the Zoom uh, uh, application and, and join us via that medium, please feel free to, to put your comments in the chat section. Put your, if you are a visitor to St. Mark's, you're not a member of St. Mark's yet, we'd ask that you would put your name and, 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 and your contact information so that we can reach out to you. I'm just so excited about what the Lord is going to do today. I got up into the church and I've been shouting and yelling and screaming hallelujah. I'm just so glad there aren't any other saints in here because they would think that I'm crazy. So let, let us all go to God right now, praise him and glorify him. We will open up in, in prayer on this youth Sunday. First, we will have the uh, prayer by Nathan Gordon and then we'll have a, a great selection by Valerie and Sam. Sam. Sam and Valerie, first of all, congratulations on your anniversary. It looks like, you know, you're only about uh, 21, 22 years of age, so I'm not sure how you were married all that time, but, but, but we just want to welcome, we just want to say uh, congratulations on your, your wedding anniversary, and uh, after the opening selection, we'll have scripture by Brandon Clark, by Brandon Scott, excuse me, Brandon Scott, and then uh, we will go to God in intercessory prayer. So let us go to God right now in prayer with Nathan Gordon, after which we'll have a selection by Valerie and Sam, and then a scripture by Brandon Scott. Well, Nathan, you have to unmute yourself. Yeah, I, I tried, but something happened and the computer froze a little bit. <laughs> uh, may we bow our heads and pray. Father God, thank you for reminding us that even in the struggle times that we can communicate, we can be together as a church family and help each other. No matter what test you put us through, we will always persevere. We'll, we'll be in just be as a group, no matter what. We won't turn on each other. We won't betray one another. We'll be a church family forever, no matter what. And I know, we know that what you're doing is just a test to see if we're strong, see if we're, if we can manage. And Father God, thank you. Thank you for this test to remind us that we are not weak. We are strong as a family and stronger as one. Thank you, Father God. Amen. 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 Good morning, St. Mark. How's everybody today? Everybody all right? Amen. What a blessing it is how we take for granted that we're going to see each other every Sunday. I don't know. I'm getting used to seeing y'all every Sunday. Around about this time, I'm starting to wonder where are you? 
So it is good to see you. Praise the Lord. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. And thank you, brother, for that awesome prayer. You know, we are uh, being tested here, you know, and, and the Lord is going to see. He wants to know those that are following him and those that where this word is still alive in our lives. And I don't know about you, y'all, but I am determined to stay true to that word and stay true to the Lord because he stayed true to me. We wanted to do this song because it is Youth Sunday for our babies. The scripture says, and a child shall lead them. So we want our leaders to be strong. We need to be good examples so that our leaders can see, our children can see that we are with them and that we are encouraging them to find their place. Here we go, Sam, come on. them well and let them lead the way show them all the beauty they possess inside oh and give them our sins right to make it easier let our children's laughter let it remind us how we to be everybody searching for a hero People need someone to look out to. I never found anyone who fulfilled my needs. Oh, lonely place to be. And so I've learned to depend on God. I decided long ago never to open anyone's shadows. If I failed, if I succeed, at least.
My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I reject you from being a priest to me. And since you have forgotten the law of your God, I also will forget your children. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his holy word. Amen. The so, words so of God for the people of God. For our youth, and I'm, I'm thankful for that music selection by Valerie and Sam. Um, it's prayer time, church. It's prayer time. The time that we go to God in prayer. Um, it's been an interesting week. We have had political agendas and debates and we've seen millions and millions already vote uh, for this country's leadership for the next four years. And I believe that we serve a God that hears prayers, prayers from the righteous. And so during this week, I ask that you would pray for our country leadership, pray for those who are making their way to the polls who are standing in lines for two, three, four hours. Pray, pray that uh, our voice will be heard and the will of God will manifest itself through this election. Pray. We believe in intercessory prayer here at St. Mark's, that we can stand in the gap and pray for loved ones, for colleagues, for friends, for enemies. And our God will hear us. And our God will answer prayer. And if you are in the need of prayer, and, and, and you, and I'm, I'm just so thankful that somebody prayed for me, but if you would like to be added to the prayer list, or if you have uh, a name of an individual you would like to include on the prayer list, I would ask that you would type it in the comment section. We also believe that this is an interactive relationship. Uh, uh, although you may be at home, you are still in the midst with us, with God, just by connecting via this new medium. So we ask that you would uh, uh, put in the comment section your name if you would like to be included in prayer. We will lift you up during this moment of intercessory prayer. Let us go to the throne of grace. Heavenly Father, dear God, our Redeemer and our Savior. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Father God, we thank you for another, another day, a day that is not like any other day. We thank you, Father God, that you saw fit to allow us to come together and, and, and worship you in spirit and in truth. 
Heavenly Father, we come to you right now in the name of Jesus, asking you, Father God, to touch those who are casting their balance right now. Touch those who are, who are filling out their, their, their balance and taking them to their, to their respective places of governmental authority and allowing their voices to be heard. Father God, we ask that you would do something to change the hearts of America. That you will remove hatred and move racism and move the destruction that has been that, that continuous, continuously has been in our government and in, in the hearts of people for these past four years. That you will remove the lies and allow the people to see truth. That you will remove the hatred and allow people to see love. That you will remove those who would take away health care from those who are needed the most. That you will allow those who want to, to, to be in this country and give to this country, that you will allow them, Father God, to have a way, Father God, to citizenship. We pray, Father God, for our political leaders. But Father God, at this time, we also pray for individual concerns. I lift up the names of David Magruder, my friend. I lift up the name of Lonnie Jones. I lift up the name of Gloria Michu. Father God, I lift up the names of our Episcopal leadership, the Bishop Gregory G.M. Ingram and our Episcopal supervisor. I lift up our presiding elder. And Father God, I boldly come to you asking that this pastor of this flock, this pastor of this church, Father God, that the, 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 the members and, and those under the sound of my voice will pray for this pastor during this time and for his family. We lift up his children, Father God, that you will restore relationships and that you will heal wounds. Oh, Heavenly Father, you have been so good to this church, to this, to this sanctuary that stands on the corner of Springdale and Glenwood, that at your, your time and then at your hour, that it will be filled with voices from heaven, Father God, that we will come together as believers and that we will praise you like never before. Heavenly Father, we come right now asking you to go into the sick room, asking you to go into our home where we've been confined, asking you to go into the hospital room and touch those, Father God, who needs a healing this day. Heavenly Father, I come to you right now asking you to lift up depression from those who are of your children, that you will change their mind and their heart and their soul, Father God, and allow them to have peace that surpasses all understanding. Heavenly Father, I'm calling to you right now asking for financial breakthrough for this church, asking for financial breakthrough for your followers. Father God, somebody doesn't know how they're going to feed their children. Somebody doesn't know how they're going to pay the tuition. Somebody doesn't know how they're going to take care of the bills. But Father God, you are Jehovah Jireh. You will provide. So Father God, in the name of Jesus right now, we're asking for breakthrough. And Father God, we're asking for general, for generational curses to be broken. Father God, that you will do a new thing. Old things are passed away. So Father God, we just come to you, Father God, laying our concerns at the foot of the cross. And somebody right now is standing in the gap for a child. Somebody right now is standing in the gap for a loved one. Somebody right now is standing in the gap, Father God, for a co-worker. Father God, you know the desires of our hearts, and you can make all our plans succeed. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we're asking that all these things be done. 
Father God, that you will bless this, 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 this message, that you will bless this church. Father God, that you will go out and expand this place. And Father God, if you can just give somebody the strength of what's to come to you, that somebody the strength of what's to join us, Father God, in this journey, Father God, that you will give the wherewithal to say, yes, I do want to belong. Yes, I do want to believe. Father God, hear our prayer. Hear our prayer in the name of Jesus right now. Right now. Right now. We call on you, Father God. Have your way. And we will give you all the honor. We will give you all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. And after the next election, we'll see what word there is from heaven above. Praise the Lord. You know, y'all, I don't know much. I don't have high degrees and I haven't been in scholar special classes and gotten all these degrees and all these things. But there's one thing I know.
under the sound of my voice. We're praying for those on Facebook Live and, and we're praying for those on Zoom. Now, Father God, if it is your will, give someone the power, give them someone the, the, the strength, give them someone the courage to come to you this morning. For Father God, all this is done for you. And Father God, if you will still in them that you will call them by their name, that you will say to them that they should be free, that they shall come and, and, and make the confession of sins and that they will join with us on this journey. And if, if it is your will, Father God, have someone to get the strength and the courage to join this ministry, to join us, the church called St. Mark. It matters not where you live. It matters not where you came from. It matters not the color of your skin. All that matters is that you want to give God the glory and give Jesus Christ all the credit. These things we ask in the precious name of Jesus the Christ. And the church says amen. I said we we are an interactive church. You can say amen. This, this should be about 500 comments on the section where we all come together and say amen for what you're going to do. 
for what you're going to do. And for the next few moments, let's, let's preach on the subject. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. Growing up ignorant is a problem. Remaining ignorant is legal. Ignorant simply means lacking knowledge, not knowing because not exposed. Not knowing because never taught. Not knowing because we chose not to pursue. There comes a time in life when we have to stop claiming ignorance. When we have to stop saying, I did not I did not know. There comes a time when we have to say we we have to stop claiming that we were not able to accomplish because we were not aware. We gotta stop acting like the deer in the headlights because we choose to put our heads in the sand. And in 2020. There's no reason for any of us to claim ignorance. Growing up as I, I did, I navigated myself through, well, I wouldn't say myself, my family assisted me, but I had to navigate myself from first to 12th grade in a world where if I wasn't the only black, there was only a few blacks in the entire school. And I can say without hesitation that the curriculum was void of uh, any African-Americans. It, it lacked any acknowledgement of our contributions. I, I don't recall any discussion of any black achievers other than maybe Martin Luther King. Yes, on, on the subject matter, of African-American history, I was ignorant. And when it came time for me to apply to college, my mindset and my thought process was the same as those whom I was educated with to apply to a PWI. So, so I intended to apply to Penn State University and John Carroll University and University of Pittsburgh. And, and I, I had in my mind that I would do like those around me and attend these colleges. And when it came time for me to apply, I, I went into my father's office expecting his support and expecting him to just write a check. And as I sat down and told him what I intended for my life, he said the following. He said, Pricey, you have never, ever had a black teacher. You have never seen a black educator. You have the rest of your life to be surrounded and survive in a white world. But as for college, you're going to Wilberforce University, 
get out of my office. I got work to do. Wilberforce University, the oldest private, historically black college university in the United States. Ah, it, it, it was it was at Wilberforce that I learned the real McCoy. You you do know where that expression comes from. The real McCoy is taken from an African-American inventor named Elijah McCoy, credited with over 50 inventions during his career. He, he invented the lubrication mechanism for our modern-day trains. It, it was at Wilberforce University I learned who Garrett Morgan was. He invented the world's first gas mask. It was at Wilberforce University when we were taught that Lewis Latimer, a black man, invented the carbon filament for the modern day light bulb. It was at Wilberforce University, someone told me about Otis Boykin, who developed the modern day pacemaker. It was at Wilberforce University that someone spoke to me about Madam, Madam C.J. Walker, who invented a line of African-American Care products. It was in a book I must have gotten from the library at Wilberforce University where I learned about Dr. Charles Drew and whose medical discovery, discoveries allowed for the modern day blood transfusion. It was not my fault that I was ignorant as a child. I was not exposed nor given the knowledge to expand my horizon, but there comes a point in time when you have to seek knowledge. Gaining knowledge is one of the keys to success in this journey called life. And if we are to be successful in life, if we are to defeat the tricks of the enemy, if we are to expand our footprint in this world, we need to expand our minds and seek knowledge. See, gaining knowledge will provide us with the tools to articulate the reasons why we will not go back in time. A time when we were considered less than. A time when we were three-fourths of a human being. It is in gaining knowledge we can educate our young. It is in the pursuit of knowledge that we can negate the plans to destroy us as a people. It is in moving from ignorance to enlightenment that we become armed with the tools to fight our devils. Can I, can I be real with you this morning? Can, 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 I, can I tell you how God gave it to me? Uh, don't get offended if it doesn't apply, but we got too many people walking around here calling ourselves Christians who are biblically and spiritually ignorant. I said it, I said it and I meant <laughs> Who just lack knowledge. We, we lack knowledge because we do not spend the time reading our Bibles. We, we, we lack knowledge because we don't open a book. We, we lack knowledge because we refuse to utilize a computer or 
smartphone or iPad. We lack knowledge because we don't seek knowledge either by attending Bible study or going to church school or making our way, uh, making available to us educational forms, which we all have access to. And, 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 and by not seeking knowledge, we are violating the word of God for the people of God, for the Bible says, grow in grace and in knowledge. Oh, you, I, I, we read it to you at least three times a day. Peter, in his second letter to the early church, he emphasized this. Peter, the, the, the first the head leader of the early church, Peter, who was speaking the word of God to the people of God, he says, grow in grace and in knowledge. And I get it. I've come to understand this. I, I, I see the problem. There are far too many of us who have received the benefit of grace but fall short of seeking knowledge. We accept God's grace and his mercy for the wrongs we have done, but we stop short and don't seek knowledge to keep us from falling again. Why? Are we so happy and excited about grace? But we have no desire to seek knowledge. And, and, and I think I've come to understand why. See, grace is a gift from God. Grace is freely given. Grace is the manifestation of God in the spirit of God, which God gives us each and every morning. Oh, I, I heard somebody say one time, amazing grace. And, I, and I'm happy and I'm thankful for grace. But grace is an act of God while knowledge takes work from us. Woo! See, to gain knowledge, we got to do something. To gain knowledge, we, we have to roll up our own sleeves. To gain knowledge, we have to actually um, open our minds and set some time aside to learn what, what, what is before us? See, knowledge is out there for each and every one of us to obtain, but we have to do something affirmative in order to receive it. We have to make up our mind we are going to learn something new if we are going to gain knowledge. As Christians, we should not be uninformed, for the uninformed can fall victim to people in power that hate you. The uninformed are tricked by political agendas that are not meant for you. The uninformed still think that their vote does not count and they stay home, then they shrug their shoulders when a racist 
ignorant, xenophobe, uh, misogynist in his 1600 Black Lives Matter Boulevard. God wants us to be informed. And how do I know it? The Bible says so. Ecclesiastes, the seventh chapter, the 12th verse, for the protection of wisdom is like the protection of money. The advantage of knowledge is that wisdom preserves the life of him or her who has it. Proverbs, the 18th chapter, the 15th verse says, an intelligent heart acquires knowledge and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. Our God wants all of us to be knowledgeable. And think about it. What a time is this to seek knowledge? A time when we are shut in. A time when we should not really be out and about. A time when we should have plenty of time to open up a book, to take an online class, to search the computer and explore our smartphones. We have an abundance of knowledge right at our fingertips. But hold up, I see your face. Oh, I, I see you sucking your teeth. I, I see some of you rolling your eyes. I, 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 I'm too old to learn something new. I, I don't have no time for no class. I, I, I don't have the inclination to gain knowledge. I done been there, did that. I'm beyond that now. That's for the young people. Can I remind somebody we are never too old, never too smart, never too set in our ways to gain knowledge? Do not be afraid. If it is fear that is keeping us from those things that will provide to us some knowledge. Utilize that which we have in order to gain it. Use your smartphone, you, use your iPad, go to your computer. There are abundance of free online classes for all of us, no matter your age, to gain some knowledge. That, that, you know, that's why I'm so excited. I'm excited. I'm excited about this church. And I'm excited about the members in this church and the officers in this church, the trustees and the stewards, and what they have utilized they utilize their knowledge to help people in this community. Soon, and I'm, I'm just excited to announce this, I, I'm sort of jumping up and down. Soon, at, at, at least six computers will be at this church. They will all be online. And, and, and hear this, hear this. They'll be located at the Catherine Willis Computer Lab and Knowledge Center, a place where our seniors, our young adults, and our children can come and study. Where, where we can have someone to show those who aren't familiar with computers how to get your emails. But for those who want to take classes on their own, I'm talking about doing something that will touch the lives of the people so that people can gain knowledge. Oh, I'm, I'm just too excited about the Catherine Willis computer lab and knowledge center because there we will have a place for those who may not know 
some knowledge. Some knowledge, some knowledge, some knowledge. I have a confession. I got a confession to make. I make this confession. In seeking knowledge, I become a troll. You know, one who, who looks on other people's Bible studies and, and, and checks out other people's services and, 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 and visit uh, other people's learning centers. Hey, I learned from listening and watching. So this past week, I almost lost my mind. As I, as I observed uh, a fellow preacher, a teacher, not dummy down his congregation, but educate his congregation and lift them up. They were, they were discussing transubstantian, um, excuse me, transubstantian, I know I don't mess up the word, I've known it a billion years, transubstantation versus consubstantation. They were discussing apologetics versus evangelistic ministry. And as I listened to all of these big words, I, I, I couldn't help but think that these people of Christ were gaining knowledge to defend their beliefs and spread the gospel. We must be knowledgeable if we are to spread the gospel of Christ. We got to be ready to answer the questions that will be posed. We got to be ready to defend our beliefs and, be and defend our faith. We got to have knowledge in order to do this. Which brings me to the second point of this message. If we do not embrace knowledge, we will perish. It, 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 isn't that what was written in the word of God? Did you, did you, did you hear the supporting text this morning? Hosea 4? Verse 6, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge. I reject you from being a priest to me. And since you have forgotten the law of your God, I will also forget your children. This is God speaking. God is telling the people of Israel and God is telling St. Mark and God is telling every person under the sound of my voice we will be destroyed due to our lack of knowledge. We will cease to exist because we reject knowledge. God will reject us from being a priest to him since we've forgotten his word, which is the basis of all knowledge. And did you hear the eventual conclusion? When we reject knowledge, our God will reject us and reject our children. Can I teach a little Bible this morning? Let me, let me teach a little Bible this morning. Whew. The scripture says in Hosea 4, verse 6, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge. Can I reveal the biggest violator of this scripture? Can I, can I, can I give you some insight into who rejects knowledge? It seems to me the most. Uh, hold, hold, hold on to your seats. This ain't going to surprise most of y'all. Most of you should know this anyway. Uh, the, 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 the entity or the structure that I find that rejects knowledge is the modern day church. The modern day church. For, for whatever reason, for whatever socio-psychological reason, the church of today wants to remain with maintaining a 1950 education in a 2020 world. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Technology and knowledge are progressing at such a warp speed. And rather than to embrace what is before us, we reject it, falling victim to something that has already been dead and gone. Jesus said, let the dead bury the dead. We are living in the now, and we must use knowledge of today in order to increase the kingdom of God. Here's the warning the Bible says, when we reject knowledge, I reject you from being a priest. Now here's what I'm going to teach a little bit. Follow me, follow me here. Christians, God intends every believer, everyone who says they are children of the Most High God to be priests. You, you do know you are a priest. Oh, First Lady Maria, let me tell you, you, you are a priest. Uh, 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 Brother Rush, I, I think I saw you on the line. I, you are a priest. Brother McFord, you do no, you're a priest. Sister Richard, you do know you are a priest. Oh, my friends from all around the world, if you are believers, you do know you are a priest. Brother Gordon, well, we won't keep put, put Brother Gordon in that category. Oh, well, maybe we will. Okay, Brother Gordon, you a priest also. Where do I get that we are all priests? Well, first Peter. The first letter written by Peter, that second chapter in his ninth verse, but you are a chosen people. Hear this, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possessions, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. We are all called to be priests and for the purpose of praising God and calling those out of darkness into light. Out of darkness into the wonderful light. Out of ignorance into knowledge. Now, can I tie these two together? When we reject knowledge that we have available to us and not use it, calling those who do not know the ignorant into the knowledgeable, the dark into the light. When we do not do that, our God in turn will reject us. And what results? Our personal destruction and ultimately our children's downfall. You wanna wonder why our churches are empty? Oh, it ain't all because of COVID. Our churches are empty. Maybe we should ask ourselves why and seek knowledge and rectify it. You want to scratch your head as to why members continue to rob God? How do they rob God, you may ask? They rob God by not giving a tithe, 10% of their gross income to God and God above. And because God says, when you do that, put me to the test and see that I will not open up the windows of heaven and pour out such a blessing upon your life. There will not be room enough to, uh, to receive it. But because we have no knowledge, not educated on the subject, we don't do it. We, we don't understand why 
there's such disdain for the church and church people? Take an assessment of ourselves. Look in the mirror for yourself. See what we are doing that is lacking. Gain some knowledge about how we are living. Repent and change from our wicked ways. Humble yourself and, 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 and God will lift us up. But that takes a little bit of knowledge. If we don't seek knowledge, gain some understanding, use what is before us to lift up the kingdom of God, if we do not start intentionally and deliberately bringing those in the darkness into the light, our God will reject us. And if you don't care about yourself, if you don't care about other people, well, at least care about your children. Preach Christ here. Doing the best I can. Uh, today was you Sunday. Are you praying? Are you read scripture? Are you read the announcements early today? And are you are going to show some of us how to use Cash App? And are you going to teach us how to donate online through the website? And, and then when they teach us, uh, you should go and give a little extra for the youth ministry, uh, a little extra to pour into the youth of St. Mark so they can continue to do the will of God. See where your money is, your heart is. If you do anything, do it for our children. We may not feel like reading the word of God to gain knowledge, but do it for our children. We may not feel like going to Bible study, but do it for our children. We may not feel like going to church school on Sunday morning, but do it for our children. Our children are going to get knowledge one way or another. And it's better they gain knowledge from a fire-baptized saint believer than having their knowledge poured into them by a demonic influencer. Seek knowledge for no other reason than for our children. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so whether we do it for ourselves, whether we do it for our community, whether we do it for our children, hear this, and this is my last and final point. Do it all for the glory of God. Woo! There it is right there. There it is right there. We seek knowledge not to show how smart we are. We, we don't seek knowledge in order to look down on other people. We don't gain knowledge to oppress those who are, have without. We, we do not seek knowledge to hurt our fellow man. No, the reason why we seek knowledge is to use it for the building of the kingdom of God for the glory of God. Woo! Yeah, 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 yeah. That, 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 that's what the scripture said. That's what the scripture said. But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. To him be the glory both now and forevermore. My brothers and sisters, don't you know? Everything is about the glory of God. Everything. Everything. Everything is about giving God glory. God wants us to have knowledge so we can show this world that God is to get the glory. God wants us to learn about our past so we can tell others 
about how he kept us and how he brought us through 400 years of oppression in this country. It is our God that got us through. God must get the glory. God wants us to seek knowledge about poll taxes and literary tests and restrictive voter registration. So they may try to do it again, but those of us who have the knowledge will not allow them. We will get the victory and God will get the glory. Woo! When uh, they think, when they tell us we are not capable of, uh, of, of handling that position, that when, when, when they, they look over us for that promotion, when, when they try to convince us we are not smart enough, not white enough, not conservative enough, uh, not black enough, not articulate enough, uh, we can show them the errors of our ways and in the process, don't you know, God will get the glory. When we, when, when this church on the corner of Springdale and, and, and Glenwood Avenue, it, it becomes a heartbeat of this community again. When, when we start feeding the hungry and clothing the needy and standing up for the disenfranchised, our, our haters, they're going to ask us, how did, how did you know? How did you learn? How, how are you able to do all of that? We will look at them and smile and say, don't you know? Our God gets the glory. When, when, when each one teaches one, and, and this church, this, this ministry will move beyond these four walls and go from state to state and down to the Caribbean and over to the West Coast and down to Florida, spreading the gospel to black and white and Latin and Asian and rich and poor, they will ask us, how did you know how to do it? We will look at them and say, don't you know that our God, he gets the glory. When we are sending food and supplies to those in need, to those in Trinidad and Tobago, and those in Dominican, those in Anguilla, and those in Antigua, and those in Barbados, when we send something down to the British Virgin Islands and the U.S. Virgin Islands and down to Aruba and Jamaica and Haiti, and, and our hands will look at us and say, how did you know about them? We will look at them and smile and say, don't you know? Our God will get the glory. When we stop remembering things of old and accept that our God is going to do a new thing, uh, can you not perceive it? Then we will look at those who look at us and, and, and we will smile and say, our God, our God, our God, We'll get the glory. Our God will 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 get the glory. It's not about us, boo. It's about God. Our God will get the glory. Do you care about being now? It's funny. I have no music in the background today. I done, I done messed up my phone. But I, I want to tell you. Now's the time. Now's the time. I, I don't want to rush this thing. I would love to be your pastor. It, it matters not where you live. It, it matters not your color. It, it matters not if you used to be Catholic or Presbyterian. This is about Jesus and God getting the glory. I invite you. All you need to do 
is type your name in the comment section. Say, I want to belong. And someone from this ministry, I will reach out to you personally. And we will pray together. And maybe you don't know about this Jesus thing. Maybe you're not sure about this Christian thing. I don't claim to be perfect. I'm far from perfect. But I serve a perfect God. And I'm here to tell you that when we humble ourselves and go to him and, and prove to him that he should get the glory, he will do a magnificent thing in your life. And, and if, if you want that power, if you want that knowledge, Pray the prayer. I know you died for me on Calvary. And I know I'm not perfect. But you got up so I could have eternal life. If that is your prayer today, put your name in the comment section. It doesn't matter, Facebook Live, Zoom. It doesn't matter. We will, we will search every single one. Put your name and your contact information. This is a new thing. You, you don't have to physically sit in this church to be a part of this church. I need you. This church needs you. Allow God to get the glory. So right now, don't rush it. We not, we're not going to rush this thing. We're not, we're not going to rush this thing. We're not, we're not going to rush this thing if, if I'm talking to you. If, if you've been listening week to week, week to week, week to week, week to week, and you just have not, you have not, taking that step. Allow God to move within you. Jesus is the answer. That's, that's, that's the knowledge that you have to start with. And allow God to get the glory. So just type your name. I, I want to belong. I, I want to join the church. Don't worry about what your friends may say. Don't worry about what they say at work. Worry about your relationship with God. Can, can I give you this one little bit of information and I'm done? What other preachers may tell you, I'm telling you this. Everyone will spend eternity somewhere. Everyone. We all will spend eternity. The question is where? Will you spend it in the smoking section? Or will you spend it in the non-smoking section? I want you to spend eternity with Jesus in the non-smoking section. You can only do it by confessing with your mouth and believing in your heart that Jesus is the Son of God and is the way, the truth, and the life. So today, because tomorrow is not promised, Put in the comment section, say your name and that you want to belong. And I will pray with you. I will contact you personally. Put in your contact information. I will reach out to you. If you've been moved, if this message has touched you in any way, please don't waste time, but give God the glory. Now, I'm finished. I'm finished. Now, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you for those who belong to this church, those who don't belong to this church. If you are listening all right now via Facebook Live or Fuso, please give to this church. We are doing great things, but it can't be done without money. So if you're, if you're not a tither, I'm asking you to become a tither. If you're, if you're not a giver, I'm asking you to become a giver. And you can give it through Cash App, 
Givelify, PayPal. You can go and just pass the hat, uh, donate. Just go to our website. That's www.saintmark, S-A-I-N-T, markame.org. Please give to this ministry. We are trying to do great things, but we can't do it without you. And if you are in the area of East Orange, you are free to stop by and give your donation. Someone will be here from 11 till 1. Now, may God bless you and keep you. May the Lord God shine his face upon you. May God be gracious to you. May God lift up his confidence upon you and give you his peace. Until next week, I give you, I wish all the blessings for you and your family. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. And don't forget, get some knowledge and give God the glory.